Hey, what's going on, Chris? How you doing today? Hey, how you doing, Brandon? I'm doing very well. Good, guys. So, uh, I'm great. It's uh, your weekly deplorable show, Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative. And, guys, today I've got the one, the only, Chris Roper running for governor. And, Chris, um, man, you threw your name in. You're running for governor. And all hell's breaking loose in the U.S. Why are you running, man? Well, that's exactly why I'm running. Uh, you know, I, some people probably already know me, but I'm a former law enforcement and I'm a disabled Army veteran. Uh, I value our Constitution to its fullest. It is the supreme law of our land, and uh, we really need to fight to keep that intact. Um, you know, I'm, I'm tired of seeing uh, my Illinois family. Mean, I call it all Illinois my family. You guys are just my family. Um, but I'm tired of seeing everybody uh, working their butts off um, and paying these astronomical taxes. And uh, people are escaping Illinois like daily uh, to get away from the um, the taxes and, and many other issues. So that, that's part of the reasons why I, run, I ran. I just want to, I want to help. So Chris, I saw what 75,000 people less, less in uh, Illinois this year. So we have 75,000 less residents. You're running for a state that's upside down. Our uh, credit ratings in the toilet. And uh, you know, I've talked to you a lot, guys. I support Chris. Chris is my candidate, but uh, Chris, we're running in a state where we're failing. Why do you want to continue to run and, you know, build something that's failing? What's your goal? Well, I mean, we can't give up. Uh, and that's us as Americans. We could, should never give up. Um, this is our country. This is our state. Uh, it means something. And I think Illinois is probably, you know, logistically, probably the best place state in the whole country. Uh, we have so much to offer. There's Illinois is, I, I love Illinois. Illinois, I, I'm born and raised here in Illinois. Um, central Illinois. Um, I've been all over the state and uh, it's a beautiful state. There is so much, again, like I said, so much to offer, um, but it's being uh, suffocated. Um, and you kind of talked about the, the 75,000 uh, people leaving Illinois. And, and, and I look at that as they're escaping, they're escaping the uh, kind of tyrannical law that's being forced on us, especially on these lockdowns, which I strongly disagree with. Um, you know, it's one thing to be safe, but then you can't, uh, you can't create another pandemic by meaning by that is, um, our economy, it, it's, it's failing and it's failing, not because our fault it's because we're being told that, you know, you're not, uh, um, essential, uh, you know, you can't open, uh, and, and our, our kids, they're not, they're not allowing them to go to school. We have, uh, the Chicago teachers union, they're having some issues and they're fa failing our children. Um, you know, they need to get back to work, uh, teach our kids, um, you know, reading, writing, math, et cetera. Um, you know, there, there's just a lot of corruption. Um, it, it's, it's just crazy when you really look at it, but you know, Illinois shouldn't be suffering like that. Uh, we have so many amazing people in this state and that's who I stand for. Well, man, I got to ask, I mean, um, Joe Biden today came out with a bunch of executive orders, taking away constitutional rights. And I saw on your page, you quoted the man I'm with you on that, but, uh, do you want to explain that to the listeners? Yeah. And I kind of hit on that just a little bit ago. The constitution is the supreme law of the land. Uh, when, you know, I kind of, I've read a story once and it really made a lot of sense to me. If you think about it, um, our constitution and, you know, and our rights, that's we, those are ours. They're, they're non-negotiable. Um, so, you know, the story I read was, you know, a dog lives outside on a chain. Um, and each day the owner would take a link out of the chain. And then before you knew it, that dog could barely move around. And that's kind of what happens with our constitutional rights. They start taking away a little bit here, a little bit there. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Some people think, uh, but when it gets down to it, it's you're, you're done. You have no rights left. Uh, and that's not America. That's not what our forefathers, that's not what our um, military, our patriots, that's not what we have all fought for and embrace uh, with um, Illinois and our whole country. 
uh, we're free and it needs to stay that way. So Chris, what's your background? I, I know you're a former uh, police officer and military. You want to give us a bit of a breakdown on what your past is? Yeah. And you know, I, I joined the military, um, loved it. I was taught many, many things and I still hold those values to my, to my heart and my soul. Um, you know, and you hear people say that my oath, oath has never expires. Well, my no oath does not expire as well. Um, you know, I'm here to defend our country, our, our uh, people, um, our constitution and our beautiful flag. Um, I love the United States and that's why I signed that uh, blank check, uh, to our military to, to hold, uh, true and, and sacred, uh, to our, our constitution and our freedoms. Uh, and once I got out of that, I was, I got injured in the military pretty bad, but I, I was fighting through it. I didn't want to, didn't want to let it go. So I somehow made it through and, and, uh, passed all my classes and, and training for police department. And, uh, I was on the police department for a couple of years and, uh, I unfortunately had to give that up because of my physical injuries, but, you know, and I learned a lot there too. You know, I'm, I'm, I was taught both of those. Uh, I was taught to, you know, fight for everybody. You know, it doesn't matter what side of the, the political spectrum you fall. It doesn't matter what, what your walk of life is. Everybody matters. Uh, and everybody you know, deserves to be heard. Um, you know, and life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is a real thing. Uh, we all deserve it and we all need it. And we all need to continue to make our voices being, be heard, uh, to, to keep that, uh, intact. Um, and then I also was a, a turnaround specialist with Hardy's Doro Incorporated. What I would do is go to the stores that weren't doing so well. They were in the red, they weren't um, turning profits <clears throat> and they were facing closures. Uh, so I was, you know, brought in to turn that around, um, to work with marketing, work with training, um, you know, many different aspects to, to try to get the, the store, um, back into positive, you know, making money, uh, and being successful. And I was actually very successful at that multiple stores, um, that I went into and, and brought and turned those back around. So, you know, I have, I have a lot of experience when it comes to something that's not doing so well, uh, and getting it turned around. So I got to add, I'm going to joke here, but, uh, you talk about turnaround. You don't want to turn around my toilet seats, right? I mean, your toilet seats are good. You're not stealing any. No, no, no. I mean, my toilet seats are going to stay, you know, I, I pay my taxes. That's what we're supposed to do. Right. Um, we do need to lower our taxes though, by the way, um, our taxes in Illinois are just crazy, but there's a joke, a running joke around the whole country. When, when you ask them about Illinois and they're like, well, yeah, that's the state that you have to pay, you know, your tax done. Yeah, it shouldn't be that way. Corruption. You know, people talk about Illinois and it's like, oh yeah, it's the state that has all the governors that go to, go to prison, you know, all the, you know, the Madigan and, and all them. So it's, we need to turn that around. Illinois is an, an amazing state and it's, it's time for Illinois to shine. And then I use that a lot. And I mean that because uh, together we will make Illinois shine. And folks, I went to visit Chris last week. Uh, for those of you that listen, I went down there just to shoot a video with a friend of mine. And um, Chris, I got to see Devlin, Illinois, or Delvin, where you're from. It's a small town. I mean, you know, you're coming south of 80. You've got a big goal, a big aspiration. And I, I believe in you. Uh, a lot of my friends believe in you. But what sets you apart from Ray Bine, from, uh, you know, Bailey, from Wallach, and all these goofballs running for governor? Well, I mean, those are all great people, and I'm glad that they stood up and uh, decided to take the uh, the initiative to try to help Illinois. Uh, but I don't think they have what it takes, to be honest. I think they're out of touch with with us Illinoisans. Um, the everyday, you know, I, you know, I worked two jobs trying to make sure that my my family had food and and a place to stay and electricity and 
et cetera, and so on. And so I know what it's like. It, it's, it's a struggle, constant struggle. Um, but these other people that are running, especially um, we talk about Raybine and Bailey, they have money. They have a lot of money. Uh, and you can see it in their ads. You know, they're spending a fortune on their political ads uh, and signages and all, all that stuff. Um, we're, I think there's a lot better places that we could put some money uh, to to help Illinois. And that's not with, you know, trying for self-gratification or uh, to get our name out. Um, and I intend to keep it that way on my campaign. Is That is, I'm not going to just blow money um, and throw it around like it's candy at a parade. Um, the money that we have, we need to really make a difference. You know, we have a we have thousands and thousands of veterans that, and family that are they're on the streets, they're homeless, uh, and and not just veterans, just citizens. Um, but I don't see uh, Ray Bain or any of them, <clears throat> you know, spending any of that money that they're blowing on uh, advertising to help those people, and and it's sad. So we, you'll see on my campaign, I'm not going to blow money. It, it, we're going to do it the way that we should be running Illinois, and that's holding our money tight, uh, making it be worth something. So I use the term more bang for your buck. Um, you know, we need to get more, more, um, I guess, results um, for less money. And that's how we need to work Illinois. So, Chris, Raybine is uh, claiming he helped expand the financial expenditures campaign. So build that up. Uh, guys, I went with Chris this week. Um, before we touch on that, uh, guys, uh, Chris, I got to give you some props. I came down, I seen you, uh, me and my team went down to see Chris. We talked to Chris, and uh, I one thing that stood out, Chris, and uh, Bailey touches on this a lot, before you had dinner with your family, you prayed. And um, that was one of the, you know, most respectful, best things I've seen out of a candidate. But outside of the media, outside of cameras, you sat down, you prayed with your family. So you do have devotion to religion, despite what others think, Correct. Oh, absolutely. I'm a Christian and I have been a Christian since I was like five years old. Um, you know, and it's a very big part of my life, but I'm not going to force it on people. That's, that's the, their choice. Um, you know, it's not me, it's not my place to judge anybody. And I'm not good, certainly not going to disrespect anyone if they don't agree with what I agree with, uh, because that's part of the problem we're facing in, in our country, um, right now, <clears throat> but, uh, is lack of respect for people, uh, in their opinions, because uh, we're all going to have differing opinions, but yes, I'm, I'm, I'm saved and, uh, and I love God and, uh, my family and I, we, we definitely, uh, study and, uh, and pray, but we're, again, we're not going to force it on people. That's their choice. Uh, not mine to force anything on anybody. And Chris, I, I, I found that admirable. I mean, the guys that went to Chris's house, I walked into the man was praying. And I, I, I quieted down cause it's respect, but you know, at the same time, Chris, you've got guys like Raybine out there running for governor bragging about how they expanded, how much you can have in your campaign. How does that make you feel? Yeah, I, I think there needs to be caps. We this this uh, game of getting elected um, in in our whole country it's 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 a waste of money, uh, and we talk about how all the time how we we need money, we need this, we need that, but then we have people that are running uh, for office and they spend millions of dollars trying to get elected. Um, and my theory is, if you need to spend that much money, then I guess you're not as good as you think you are. Um, because your words and your character um, and your truth should be way bigger than any kind of money that anything money can buy. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get the, you know, skinned up knees and, and show and uh, elbows. And I'm going to go out and fight for Illinois the way that Illinois needs to be fought for. And that's just like you would for your family because Illinois is my family and I will fight till the end for my family. Um, but I'm not going to waste money doing it. We're going to do it uh, the old fashioned way. So, Chris, I'm going to hit some hard issues here, man, and uh, we've known each other pretty well. I want to nail out an issue here that's been driving me nuts, and I think you're going to have the best answer out of everybody. 
Um, you know, we've got this awesome unemployment act going on in Illinois right now. And all of a sudden, the last month, an article comes up in the Herald News where I'm at, and it says, well, we got more jobs than people to fill them because people are living on unemployment from the COVID Act. Now, Chris, uh, I myself as a business owner, yourself as a father, we saw COVID last year. We saw it destroy the country. Now we've got people unwilling to work because they're getting unemployment checks plus additional federal benefits. Thus, we have more jobs and we have people to fill the jobs. How do, what's your solution? How do we fix that? Well, I mean, I, I, I do understand that, you know, getting help when during this pandemic, when it first started, I get that uh, never should have locked down our state. We should have stayed open, uh, take precautions, uh, things like that, because I talked about it just a little bit ago. Uh, the pandemic that we created is, is our, our destroyed economy. Illinois is, you know, and it's not our faults at all. It's just the mismanagement of uh, leadership and and so on. But, um, you know, you keep giving people money, they're not going to want to work. And you can't do that. That's a socialist um, idea, <clears throat> and it's not going to work. I mean, every time that the government hands out <clears throat> a bunch of money, all it's doing is devaluing our dollar. You know, it, it's called inflation, I believe. So, you know, we we can't be doing that. Um, we need to have that pride back, that strength back of America, <clears throat> America first. Um, you know, we need to to have the pride back and and go back and work and and feel good about ourselves instead of looking for handouts, which again. I agree with, you know, we need to give that little bit of money, a little bit of boost, uh, boost our economy up and, and get things going in because of this, this COVID uh, uh, pandemic. But again, we should never have closed Illinois. That was the worst choice that the current administration I think had made, which is, you know, closing down uh, that to, to me, that's far worse than the pandem pandemic itself. Um, well, Chris, I got to tease you just a little bit. So <laughs> I'm with you on that. We're on the same page. Um, you know, Governor Pritzker shut down the whole state. But don't you feel his kids going to horseback riding lessons was more important than your economy and your health? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think uh, our economy and our health is more important than him escaping the, the uh, state and uh, sending his family out of the state to escape his, uh, um, I feel, my opinion, tyrannical um, laws. Um, you know, and, you know, just recently, you know, he talks about all the time about how we need masks. We need to wear your mask, wear your mask. Well, he just took a picture when he was, and I'm not going to name any names, but he took a recently took a picture with somebody and he didn't have a mask on. Now, to me, as a leader, you lead by example. And so if he's going Chris, to... Hold on. You're not going to name names, but wasn't that an NHL team or a, a professional sports team? Yes, it was. It was uh, It was an NHL, um, Blackhawks, I believe. And uh, so you're telling me, wait a minute, the governor wants me to wear a mask. He wants you to wear a mask. He wants us to stay home. He wants our business to collapse. But am I correct or incorrect in stating that he's got money in the vaccine? He's got money into providing tests. The Pritzker family, if I'm correct, and uh, quote me here, but they own 13% of the tests going out in Illinois today. How does that make you feel? Yeah, you know, I, I noticed that really right away um, that uh, they're pushing all these tests. Well, why are we pushing these tests? Well, I got to digging around and he is he his family or even himself is got their fingers in the test. So they're forcing something on us, um, but then they get paid for it. They get the kickbacks for it, uh, political favors, you know, et cetera. And so on. That's to me, that's corruption. And I am a hundred percent against corruption. Uh, we need to drain the swamp in Illinois. You know, president Trump spoke of that often. Uh, and he's, he's not wrong. We, we need to drain the swamps around um, all of our States. Uh, we need to make um, Illinois and America back to what it should be. And that's strong, safe, now, Chris, I got to ask, people are going to nail you for the Trump thing. I'm a Trump supporter. Those of you that listen, my listeners, you know where I stand. But, uh, Chris, 
you know, the left is going to come out and tell you that you support Trump, you're a racist. And um, Chris, I got to know you pretty well. I've never seen that out of you. I want to ask your opinion on that. You know, how does it feel coming out where Gary Rabine just announced his support for Trump because he had to? At first, he said he couldn't even decide if votes were stolen. Then he comes out and goes, oh, I'm supporting Trump because I have to. And then, you're, you know, you're up against Darren Bailey, a guy who is um, preaching on plane rides on a personal plane that you and I couldn't afford. How does that make you feel and what sets you apart? Well, I mean, you look at Gary Rabine and, you know, again, a good person from what I understand. I don't know him personally, but, uh, you know, he was saying he's not smart enough to understand if there was voter fraud. I mean, come on. We know there's voter fraud. There's voter. There's been voter fraud in the United States forever. Um, in this past one, there was quite a bit as well. So, you know, to me, you just you can't be saying that you're not smart enough to figure that out. I mean, that's that's bad. Um, and another thing is with uh, Bailey and and he, again, I talked about it just a little bit ago. He's he's out of touch with with us, with Illinois. And, you know, he's got all this money and, you know, he just got a bunch of money um, for the um, uh, the uh, farmer uh, thing that happened. I can't remember the name right off the top of my head. I apologize for that. Um, but he, he got his family received quite a bit of money. So he's out of touch. He has a lot of money. Um, and when it comes to Trump, I mean, it, I think that it, you should just, again, I preach it all the time. Everybody's going to have differing opinions. Everybody is entitled to their opinion and nobody should be disrespected for their opinions. Uh, and just like myself, I proudly supported Donald Trump in the America first policies. And I still do. Uh, and I've never bowed down from that. Um, I've always stood proud um, in somebody that was trying to make America first and trying to make it better for each and every one of us. So, uh, man, you're running the race. You've got Wallach, who is a felon. He's attacked police. You've got Bailey, who's a farmer. And uh, Bailey is a decent guy, but he's not going to kill it, you know, North I-80. And then you've got Gary Rabine, a businessman who doesn't even live in Illinois, but he came back to run. And then, guys, we got Chris Roper, a former military guy, former police officer. He has a family in Illinois. Uh, Chris, you know, why Why the hell did you decide to get in this race? Why did you make the decision to put your family, yourself, um, people around you into this? Like, what is the ultimate plan? Well, the ultimate plan is to uh, to take the uh, the wet blanket off of Illinois. Um, you know, with we need proper leadership. Uh, we need to balance the budget. We need to go through our programs and, and update them to today's standards. You know, everybody needs help. Uh, and, you know, that's we need to help people. Um, but at this point, most of the programs, they're leaking money. I call it bleeding money. Um, it's not a direct pipeline or a conduit from the the source you know, the, the money to the person that it, that it's there to help there. It's there. There's so many different leaks coming off of it, filling pockets along the way. Uh, so you're not truly helping anybody. And then also we have a lot of issues in Illinois. There's, we have a very diverse group of people that live in Illinois, my Illinois family. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, because of that, there are a lot of issues. And instead of just what I've been noticing over the decades of different governors and, and leadership in Illinois, um, I'm almost 45 years old. I've always been in Illinois aside from when I was in the military. Um, but what I've seen is, oh, there's a problem here. We'll just throw money at it. Well, that doesn't fix anything. You can't just throw money at somebody or something and fix it. It, it needs truly fixed. Um, you know, that to me, that's just out of touch. You know, with me, you know, when I, you look at it like your, your kids or whatever, you're, you want to fix a problem. You don't just throw money at them. That, that's not how you fix it. You try to figure out what's going on, what's bothering them, what's the problem, what's good, what's bad. And then you try to come up with the best plan possible to fix that problem. Don't just throw money at it. And that's part of our problem in Illinois with our leadership is they just always want to throw money 
uh, around like it's candy at a, a parade. Um, and then each governor just passes the problem down to the next governor. No governor that I have ever seen in my almost 45 years here in Illinois has ever really grabbed the problem and fixed it. They say they're going to, but when it push comes to shove, they fall right back into the same uh, gutter, I guess, that all the other governors have f fallen into here in Illinois. And it's time for that to stop. It's time for somebody that will truly stand up for we the people um, and and let the voices be heard um, and actually listen. Uh, great leader has ears. I was taught that in the military. Uh, Command Sergeant Major of mine, he he taught me that, and I it, it rings loudly today. Um, <clears throat> and and that's why, again, I decided to stand up and and to put my my face in the spotlight and 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 fight for for my family, my Illinois family. And that's I, I was taught in the military. If there's there's no mission too difficult, um, no sacrifice too great. Meaning, you know, I'm gonna put my life in the limelight. And I'm going to put everything I have into fighting for Illinois and my Illinois family uh, to turn us around, to get us back to um, being, you know, we should be probably the best state in the, in the whole country. Uh, we have everything that we need. Uh, we just been, you know, most of the state has been ignored because of that, that hotline from the Chicago mayor to the governor. Um, and, and we need to bring it back to Springfield. We need to cut that hotline. We need to make sure that every, city, every state, or I'm sorry, every city, every uh, municipality, every village is heard and not just Chicago. Chicago is important to us. Yes. But so is every single other state. I'm sorry, every single other um, city, uh, village, municipality. We're all together. We're all team. We're all family. Uh, so we need to make sure that we're making that happen and not just picking favorites. All right. And Chris, where can my viewers find you at? How can they donate? Uh, give us some info here. We're yeah. at on social media. What's your website? Well, the easiest way to do this is just everybody go to ChristopherJRoper.org. And on that website, there's everything you need is there. It, it links to the socials, links to um, to donate if you want to help out with the campaign. Even if you want to just volunteer, even if you, you know, maybe you just want to get on socials and, and uh, share. You know, we could use any help that we could get. Uh, it's a big fight and uh, we're ready to take it on. You know, we're going to try to grow that Roper army and, and make Illinois shine. Um but if you go to ChristopherJRoper.org, everything is there. Everything's listed. All right, guys. So that's Chris Roper for Governor of Illinois. Um, any last comments before we cut this off, Chris? I just want everybody to know that uh, it's time that a true patriot stood up <clears throat> and helped with our country and with our state. And I think I'm that person I'm here for everybody. It doesn't matter to me if you're a Democrat or a Republican. To me, it just I it, all I care about is people and uh you and my family and you guys are all my family and I love you guys and hope to see and hear from everybody soon. All right, guys, Chris Roper for governor checking out, uh, Brandon, you can serve. I'll be back Sunday at eight o'clock, my regular show. Chris, thank you so much. Hey, thank you, Brandon. You have a good day. You too.